Amen. 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 I came here to encourage somebody. Amen. Can anybody use some encouraging? I'd like to start off with a scripture. It's taken in, in was, uh, Psalm 13. This is David. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Has he been good to you? Has he been so good to you? Family, do you understand how blessed you guys are? See, see, we forget how blessed we are sometimes. See, today I want to talk to you about seasons. Seasons, we all go through seasons. Seasons is not something you could dodge. You could be in a season of happiness, a season of joy, a season of, uh, of just provision, a season of promotion. But then we got those seasons of, of lack, seasons of doubt, seasons of depression, seasons of, of loneliness, seasons of misery, seasons of pain. Am I talking to somebody today? I do not like silence, so I'm going to ask you questions to get you. We all go through seasons, and we forget how blessed we are. Sometimes it's hard in some seasons to realize that, wait a minute, I forgot what God has brought me through already. But then we got those seasons where, God, where are you? I haven't heard from you in a while. I, I, I'm even doubting that you exist, God. God, did you leave me? Why did you leave me? God, how long must I go through this season? God, I just pray right now for your peace in all seasons. God, if there's one thing we leave here today is with, is that no matter what season we're in, you are faithful. When we're faithless, you're faithful. When we're in pain, you're still faithful. When we're doing good, you're faithful. When we're doing bad, you're faithful. When we run away from you, you're faithful. When we don't see you, feel you, you're faithful. So God, help us to know today that you're powerful enough, you're wise enough, you're good enough, you're merciful enough, and you're faithful enough to cause all things to work together for the good of your life.
If you receive that, can you just shout amen? Can you just shout? If you're blessed, can you shout I'm blessed? Look at your partner and tell them you're blessed. Look to the other side just in case they got no one next to them and say you're blessed. See, being blessed is not a condition. We treat it as a condition. Being blessed is just something we are. No matter what you're going through, you're blessed. Amen. We're going to go to, I want to bring, I title this, How Long? How Long? Because in all the seasons we go through and everything I went through, I think the million dollar question, God bless you. The million dollar question we ask is, God, how long? Then we go into why, why not, when, who. But God, how long must I feel this emptiness? I'm tired, I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Let me encourage you guys today. Psalms 1. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit and its season. And its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. You'll be like a tree. I want to focus on this portion of scripture. Because back in January, you know how everybody looks for their word for the, for the, for the year. And I gave up on looking for my word. Because every time I, I choose a word, there's a, a huge battle that comes with that. So I, it's, it's almost like you, 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 you prevent, it's almost like you know how hard fasting is right now, but fasting is one of those things that a lot of Christians avoid because it's so hard. But they avoid because it's, 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 it's a battle. It's a hunger battle. And then when you, and of course when you, when you fast, you give up, stuff comes to the surface spiritually, amen? And I, I don't like battles. I don't like confrontation. I, I, I avoid at all costs. So if I could just avoid choosing a word, choosing a scripture. But then God hit me with this. So I don't have a word. I don't know if this is even my scripture, but I, I've been meditating on this scripture. So, amen. So what counsel are you surrounding yourself with? It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. That means you should be walking in good counsel. There's many people that go to church and they're in the season and they're blessed. But they're walking in, they're surrounding themselves with not good counsel. And when I mean counsel, I mean not just church. Are you reading your word? Are you studying? Are you, are you filling yourselves with more worldly music or godly music? Are you filling yourself with more godly people or worldly people? And this is my favorite part. He says, when you're in good counsel, 
you'll be like a tree. Why a tree? See, a, a tree is stable. A tree has deep roots that makes the trees sturdy. If the, the roots are plugged into a water, a good water source. The, the tree portrays stability and the capacity to withstand storms. You'll be like a tree planted. This messed me up right here. Planted in the Hebrew means transplant. Do you know what transplant means? It means when you take one, one, something, one thing and bring it to another thing, a healthier environment. Like, for example, you know in the deserts you see those little skinny trees that have those skinny branches and they look so fragile and they look really... They call it the wild tree. It looks crazy. It looks really fragile. But do you know if you cut around that and carefully bring it to another, another place where it's, it has a source of water, that tree won't be a wild tree no more. Give it time, it will blossom to a, a, a regular tree. Amen? How many of you know the minute you got introduced to God, you were transplanted? You could, you could receive from God and then still live your own way. You got God in you, whatever you do with your life, but you still was transplanted. Whatever you stay rooted to matters how, much, how big you are. Your growth, amen? So to the person who to the person who is struggling with doing the godly thing, you made the good choice, but you're questioning God. You're saying, God, how long? I, I'm doing what you, do, you asked me to do, but how long? I don't know if I could do this any longer. Yes, I know in your timing, but your timing is, oh my goodness, when is your timing stop? Anybody? See, it matters what you're rooted in. It matters how you live. It matters. I love it when it says you're planted by streams of water. It doesn't say you're planted by a stream of water. It doesn't say you're planted by one stream of water. It says streams. That means where you're planted, you're planted by uh, more than enough. Rivers. Rivers. Many rivers. So whatever you need, you're, you're, you're planted. See, but we're not satisfied with that planting. We want the microwave root. We want the beep, 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 and get our blessing. Listen, that microwave blessing might be good for a moment. It might even be good for some time. But down the line, that microwave blessing will go. I want a slow cooker blessing. I want one that God is, is carefully uh, developing. I, I want something that, that it will last forever. See, God's blessings will last forever. Two amens. God's blessings will last forever. He is not a microwave God. He's not a genie in a bottle. He is God Almighty. Listen, we might, like, we might not like where we're at right now and what we have and focus what we don't have. But if you're rooted into that river, 
that rivers of, of living water that also is in us. Listen, you guys got rivers, waters in you, but you're not even plugged in enough to fill those rivers. Amen. I want to talk about David. The verse also says, your leaves will not wither. See, seasons come and go, but God remains faithful. Amen? Listen, the trees may stand, but their leaves will go through the seasons. But listen, we'll be like that tree that we have leaves and we bear fruit. You, 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 imagine going through some of your, one of your worst seasons. Do you know if you plugged in, you would still bear good fruit? Because you've been obedient to what God is saying? Do you know he honors that? Do you know you, you will still be blessed? That good fruit will flourish out of whatever storm, whatever season you're going through? I'm going to read the scriptures that I, I started this with off. Psalm 13. But let me, let me uh, uh, tell you what's going on and what led to this prayer from, from David. This is, a, and the story is found, where is it found? In 1 Samuel 21, verse, verse 15, and it goes on. But basically, he just finished killing uh, uh, Goliath. And, and, and Pastor said two weeks ago how his father uh, just overlooked him. And, and, and then King Saul was looking for somebody to anoint. And then, and then his father Jesse brings all his, these seven sons and, and says, how about that one? He's strong. No, no, not that one. How about that one? He's good looking. No, not that one. And he went through all seven. And he says, well, wait a minute, there's got to be one more. He said, oh, I do have one more son. He's the youngest. But, but, you, know, he's, but you know, he's little. He's, he's a shepherd. And King Saul said, that's the one. So from, 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 from a young age, David was appointed, he was anointed, he was, he was looked at as a nobody, but, but God saw a somebody. Amen? Anybody feel sometimes that you lack certain things? You, 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 you ask God, how long am I feeling this stuck place? I want to be used by you, God, but I don't know what. How long, God? No, plug in. Because you're appointed. God has plans for you. He has amazing plans for you. Amen? Because God is faithful. So here he is, and then he plays the harp well. So Saul was like, oh, wow, I can use him. I love the way he plays. So you can stay in the corner and play the harp for me. Entertain. Entertain me. But then something started to happen. People started to love David. Like, people will praise Saul, but more people will praise David. So King Saul started looking at this and saying, well, why, why, why do the people, why, why do they love this guy? I'm king. Why, why are they giving him more praise? So he started getting jealous. He tried three times by accident in killing David. One of those, let me throw a spear at him and hope it hits him. And then, and then it misses David. Three times, and David just goes on. But imagine David's mind, how he's wondering, man, what did I ever do to this guy? Why, why does he not like me? 
I, I, you know, I killed the giant. I didn't just kill the giant. You know, I got gangs. I, I, I saw his head up. I do whatever this guy asks me. The king's brother becomes best friends with David, so he they got a, a brotherly bond. The daughter falls in love with David. Everybody loves David, except for Saul. So David ends up marrying the daughter. Or he gives uh, David the daughter for doing something. Or for, he sent David to the front lines. Hopefully he would die, but, but he went to the front lines and just conquered and just did his thing. So the daughter says, listen, if you stay here by morning, you're going to be dead. My father wants you dead. He's like, he does not understand. He's like, but why? I never did anything. So he sneaks out of the house and he goes on running. And he's hiding. And the Bible said for seven years, he's hiding in the caves with some of his um, people, his loyal people. But Saul's tracking him down with, Saul, with the whole army. He's tracking David down because he wants David dead. So David's confused. He's in hiding in the cave. He's a guy. You've proven yourself to be faithful to me. You have protected me. You have anointed me. But why does this guy want to kill me, God? And so he says this prayer. And in the prayer you will hear, you will hear the, the, the anguish that he's feeling alone. Psalm 13, I'll read it again. He says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? I mean, he's not hearing from God. He said, God, where are you? Have you, have you forsaken me? Have you, have you forgotten me? Hello? How long would you hide your faith from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? Day after day, sorrow in my heart. How long will my enemy triumph over me? See, he, he, he prays. And his prayers, they, they turn into petitions. Look at me, answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I love it because his, his prayer turns into a petition, but his petition turns into a praise. Listen, I, I wanna, you got to see this. Nothing has changed. He's still in the cold, dark cave. He's still lonely. It doesn't say, but then God spoke to him and comforted him. Nothing happened. God said nothing to him. But yet he still was able to turn it into a praise. God, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. I'm hurt by that somebody that I love dearly wants me dead. Why? Why is people always hating on me? Why? What did I ever do? Guilty by association? What, 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 what? I don't understand. How would you appoint me and anoint me to, 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 for me to get hunted down? But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I would sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. See, See, nothing has happened. God didn't do no miracle, but he was still able to focus 
That's the only thing that changed. His focus to God. God, I'm mad at you. Where are you? I'm lost. How could you leave me like this? But I will trust in your unfailing love. God, I'm hurting. I'm not understanding. How long, God? But I will trust in your unfailing love. God, I'm sick and tired of waiting. I've been broke all my life, but I will praise you. I struggle with depression, God, and I'm sick and tired of, the, of controlling my emotions, but I will praise you. God, I'm lonely. God, my, you put that desire in me to be with somebody. What's up, God? Come on. You said, you said if I'm faithful and doing what you asked me to, that you would be faithful. So where's your faithfulness, God? How long must I be single? How long must I be married to this loser? How long, God? How long? But I will praise you. In my funk, I will praise you. In my dirt, I will praise you. In my loneliness, I will praise you. In my struggle, I will praise you. Come on. Somebody needs to give God praise right now. If you're struggling, give God praise. If you feel weak, give God praise. When you're strong, give God praise. When you're lonely, give God praise. When you're hurting, when you don't understand. Those unanswered questions, God, why? Why do I have to go through this? But I will praise you. Because when you praise, you say, God, I will trust you. God, I, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to praise you. Because I think about what you've already done for me. I think about how good you've been already in my life. See, see, it's hard to think about the blessings when you're going through something. But you see how David did not forget. He's, he's in a moment of depression. He's in a moment of anguish. But he turned it into praise. See, our deliverance has to come through praise. Because God wants you to give him glory. See, he didn't create us to get blessed. Here's a misconception. I got saved. I thought I was blessed. I thought I don't have to go through anything no more. He didn't create us to bless us. He created us to worship him. We worship him. We're going through stuff. He's like, God, I just, I'm doing what you, I'm doing. Keep on going through it, but rely on me. See the difference? But we don't want to do that. We want to be, we want the microwave blessings. We'd rather have a microwave God. We'd rather have the blessings right now. Because we don't want to go through. Right? We want to do, we want to go around the through. We want to go around that cave. No, David had to go in the cage to hide. He didn't want to do that. He had no choice. Imagine the confusion he's going through right now. But I would trust. Anybody struggle with this doubt, lack? I'm less than. I'm not worthy. I mess up too much. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm sinning constantly and I can't stop. You can still be like, God, but you're faithful. God, I still praise you. In my dirtiness, I praise you.
Cleanse me in the praise. Deliver me in the praise. Release me in the praise. See, when you praise, the shackles come down. When you praise, you go through like a, a spiritual shower. And you come out the shower, your mess is still there, but you're different. Because you're rooted in something different. Because you, you're rooted into those rivers. God, I went to that river yesterday. All right, so I got another one for you. Go to that river. He, rivers of living water. Don't you understand what that means? That means that God is in us. He's around us. Surround yourself with godly counsel. With that good counsel. Like-minded brothers and sisters that can speak life into you. That can encourage you and build you up. Not tear you down. Not bring up all the stuff you, you shouldn't be doing and not sit. That's another sermon. I could. That's a lot of sermons. I, can't, I don't have time right now. But God is faithful. Amen. He's, God. He's faithful when we feel him. He's faithful when we don't feel him. He's faithful when we see him, when we don't see him. He's faithful. Worship team, come on. I told you I'd be quick, right? We got to move the stuff for VBS, right? Amen? So, just playing. I got to say something good with my wife. You're not going to get in, you know? I just wanted to bring you a simple message. A simple message. You know, simple. I love simple. So much, too many times we, uh, we complicate God. We compliment, we, 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 we make it harder than what it is. We rely on ourselves too much rather than relying on God. So I wanted to bring a, a, a quick word, but I want to encourage somebody today. You know, we're never going to be 100% satisfied because there's always something we're going to want. If we could be real with ourselves, we want a house. We live in a co-op, but we want a house. Then you get the house. I want another house. Oh, this house is too big. I need a smaller house. Then you get a small house, man. I want to go back to the co-op because it's too much work. Oh, I want to get married. Then you get married, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I should have waited. God, give me patience. Because you're so busy. You're so busy working on yourself instead of working on your marriage. I'm tired of being broke. Let me let me play a lot of lotto. Let me let me do whatever I gotta do to get that promotion. God says no. I'm, I, I promise you, I will be faithful. But just worship me. That's what God wants. I I, I remember I'm gonna share a personal story. You know when usually when a happy couple, when a couple gets together, usually they, they, they think about when they first met. They go through that, that infatuation phase. And they talk about the fireworks and that and then they could, their, their, their story could be a love movie or love story. My wife and I didn't have fireworks in the beginning. We done things wrong. 
and we made it harder for ourselves. We got married and we were friends. And we were great friends. But because we didn't do things right, we, it was a struggle finding each other, learning how to be husband and wife. And then we had kids. We was not ready to have be, be parents. So we had to learn to, to, to be lovers, to, to, to be friends, to be a husband, to be wife, and to be parents, be father, be, be, be daughter. We never spoke about how, how we're going to discipline, what are you, what's your beliefs on raising a kid. We had to, no, we had to go as, learn as we go. And of course, there's going to be two different mindsets. So we, we set ourselves up to struggle. And then, and then our, our, first, our first child, you know, was a preemie. And so they hear the doctor say, wow, usually the last two months the lungs will form. And your daughter was being born at seven months. So she might have some vocal problems. So for two weeks, she had to be in that, you know, that, that tank. I'm not going to pronounce it because I can't pronounce it. The incubator. There you go. He had to be in a tank for two weeks. Two weeks of going back and forth in the hospital. One of us sleeping there. I said, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but, but just, just be with us. Still struggled. And then, God forbid, she was asleep at night. She did not sleep, my daughter. I think she just started sleeping last week. She put me through torture. She put us through torture. Imagine working, not sleeping because she's... And she's not looking at you in her wake. She'll scream ahead of The cops came to our house because she would scream, scream. But fast forward, we didn't know she had a, a problem breathing because of that noise. So she, every time she laid down, it felt like she was in the water. So the pressure. Then we have a, a second child, which is a different story. Full term, comes out, the doctor says, your child may not walk. I said, God, you, you got to be kidding me. We've been faithful. We messed up, but, but we, we're standing on your word. Not knowing how to be husband and wife. Not knowing, not in love with each other. Just loving each other, but not being in love with each other. But can I tell you, God's been faithful. Because, let me say, 15 years later, those fireworks that we didn't have, I like to think we're making some fireworks, baby. 15 years later, Where's my baby? She can't, she wants to sleep now, especially in the summer. She sleeps good, and she's beautiful, and, and she's, she's my heart. And my son, the one I couldn't walk, he loves sports. I'm able to watch. I'm able to watch him play baseball basketball I'm not even able to walk sometimes and he's running around thank God see God's been faithful but it wasn't easy but my wife and I learned we learn in, in those moments of 
not sure, God, where, God, why, how long must we go through this, God? We had to, God, if he can't walk, okay, we'll, we'll just have to carry him through his whole life. And we had to be okay with that. But there's moments where we were like, God, how long, God? I'm feeling this. I'm feeling it at. I don't want to feel this no more. I don't want to feel that no more. Take it away, God. But I will trust. I will praise your unfailing love. And sometimes, sometimes it was hard to say those things. Sometimes it's hard. You're, so, you're going through so much pain, you don't have the words to pray. That's okay. Because God knows your heart. All you have to do is stay silent and say, and your heart, just say, God. God. Your praise will forever be on my lips, whether this changes or not. It might get worse, but your praise will forever be on my lips. See, I didn't come here to encourage you with a nice sermon. Oh, do this and you get this. No, I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. But I will give you hope when you praise this hope. Can we worship? If you're going through something, get on get, get, get off your get on your feet. And I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. You could be going to going through a good season right now. But I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna be a spiritual buzzkill right now. That season will end, and then you will go through another that you wish you wasn't going through. And right now you could be going through that 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 bruh season. Like bruh, God, seriously. Just close your eyes and just say, God, I praise you. Because you've been faithful to me then, that means you have to be faithful to me now. My story is not finished. My fear is written in pencil, which means you could just erase my fear. You could erase my failure. You could erase my doubt. You could erase my lack. You could erase all the emotions that hold me back from who you want me to be. You can erase that. Because you're faithful. Has he been faithful to you? Has he been faithful to you? Just lift up your hands.